Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Journals. Sorry it's been a while since the last episode, but um, to be completely honest, I kind of forgot that I had a podcast. So, um, (laughs) without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to our guest today, GD37. Oh, no, wait, sorry, not GD, DG37. Yeah, not GD, DG. Yeah, DG37, welcome. Thank you. All right, so DG37 is here with us today to talk about mythology. Um, yeah, I'm a nerd, too. Yeah. Honest though, if you're not a nerd, how much do you really know about mythology? Yeah. I mean, I'm such a nerd for mythology, I took a college class over the summer. I was too lazy to look into college, so. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and then I just. Most of the poems I didn't even read, I just used Crash Course on YouTube. And I oh somehow got a perfect score on my final exam. So, uh... How did you do that? Because I'm a genius. <laughs> Too shy. <laughs> that's all I gotta say with that. <laughs> it's either that, or you actually failed your classes, when all your teachers just took pity on you and gave you a full score. Yeah, yeah, because they just have that much pity. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are children in your class, because let's be honest, you're a child. Yeah. Um, you too, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, what's, I would classify myself like? more as a teen than a child, excuse me. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Itty bitty child. <laughs> Well, like, was, how many other people were in your course? Not many. There were probably, like, 10 or 12 total. And how many of them were teenagers? I don't know. Like, under the age of 18. Uh, there were, there's literally no way for me to know that. Oh, touche. Just go around asking about their ages. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm new here. What's your age? Hi, I'm new to college. What's your age? I don't need to know your name, but I'm pretty sure my friend's going to ask me what your age was in the future. Yeah, clearly, because I'm just going to make so many friends. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, you have me. (laughs) Me actually having friends? Well, guess I can't be a nerd anymore. Does it really count if your friends are nerds? Hmm. I think my friends classify themselves more as geeks than nerds. Ah. Got it. I just Also weebs. Yeah, most of my friends are either geeks or weebs. Ah. Good times. I don't think many of my friends are weebs, geeks, or nerds, so. Yeah. And then most of my friends are also girls. So there's that, too. My friends are 
emotions split. Like, I just have, like, an equal amount of guy and girlfriends. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, guess that's just a bit of an introduction? I don't know, we got a bit off topic. So, um, mythology, let's talk about that. Mythology, let's speak about it. Alright, so, you know, if you were ever in elementary school, you probably read Percy Jackson because, let's be honest, it is one of the best books for elementary school and middle schoolers to read. Yes, I read it in, like, third grade. Yeah. That's also around the same time I read Harry Potter. Yeah. I read it when everyone else in my grade was reading very short chapter books. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. (laughs) Just the normal stuff. I think one of my friends read the book, but it took him an entire year. Mm -hmm. And then he never wanted to talk about it. (laughs) So anyways, Percy Jackson follows the story of a young demigod and his group of friends. Um, and just in case you guys weren't sure, a demigod is a half-mortal, half-god. Half-mortal, half-human. Yeah, definitely. No, I meant half-mortal, half-god. And a demigod can be from any sort of mythology culture, but Percy Jackson focuses more on Greek culture. Yeah. But... Rick Riordan, the author, also writes about Norse mythology, Roman, and Egyptian mythology are some of his more notable series other than Percy Jackson. He does also have a Chinese mythology series, but that is not as well known. Wait, he has a what? Chinese mythology. He does? Yeah. It follows the story of a girl who is not actually a girl. She is a god's spear that gains so much karma being used as a weapon to kill all the bad guys that it was able to reincarnate as a human. My gosh, what is that called? I want to read it now. Um, I forget. It's been so long. I didn't even read it though because you know it was a bit uncomfortable for me because i was in a transitionary phase i guess you could say and it was cursing a heck ton ah got it so yeah i probably i probably wouldn't recommend it unless you're in middle school at least yeah um i don't know hang on I think I think Luke Rodin should write about something like different. Um, like I didn't even know he wrote one about Chinese mythology. That's cool. But yeah. Um. The about, series like, is called. Stuff. Wait. Hang on. Are there different series? What? I don't know. Hold on. Um. trying to find it but um 
I'm definitely seeing once from the series, but um. Oh, is it called? Oh, I'm going to butcher that name. <laughs> um. Otto Shaw. Yeah. Um. Like the last fallen star. Yeah, I think so. Got it. Uh, so basically. The spear belonged to this kind of monkey god. Oh. And so, okay, so the spear, as a reincarnated human, is a, like a teenage girl. Um, and she's super tall, like six foot. Wow, lucky. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um... So she's like on the volleyball team because she's super tall. Why not? Why not be like the basketball team? Because she's on the volleyball team. And um, so, but then she starts to find out that she can stretch out her body parts, and she's like freaking out. Elastigirl. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. (laughs) She can like stretch her arms, so like. She's trying to spike a ball, and then her arm just, like, grows a foot to spike the volleyball. And she's like, oh, yo, what the heck? <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah. And that's when Quentin shows up. And he's that monkey god we were talking about. And he's just like, hey, uh, guess what? You're actually my spear. You belong to me. No, but he doesn't first say um, that you're my spear. He's just like, you belong to me. Come here. I thought you were going to say, like, you're my child. You belong to me. And then he's like, so you're actually my spear. You belong to me. Hey, yo, you belong to me. Come here. Let me use you. And then it's just like, she's, like, freaking out that this guy is, like, some kind of creepy, pervy stalker guy. No, he's not an old man. He's a teenager. Oh, I lied. That's kind of what happens when anyone approaches you and just goes, Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so. Okay. Yeah. And then he comes over to her house. Oh, that's sketch. Yeah. And he brings his fake parents. Because, you know, he doesn't have parents because he's a monkey god from Chinese mythology. Um, and so, you know, he's just there. He literally makes his fake parents out of his hair. Oh, that's gross. He's just, like, pulls out hair from the top of his head, and they, like, turn into clouds that take the form of humans. Oh. And then he goes up to her room and is telling her all about how she belongs to him. And how he's a god, and <laughs> and then he takes his yeah, shirt that's... off. Oh, no, Why? but not like that. Um, to show her that he has like all that monkey-like body hair and a tail. Huh. But he was like kind of um wearing his tail like a Saiyan from Dragon Ball, so it's like wrapped around his waist like a belt. Nice. And then his fake parents come up into the room and they're just like, 
Because, you know, no one wants to walk in on their teenage boy in a room with a teenage girl with his shirt off. No, not really. I love how her parents just, like, haven't realized anything's wrong. Yeah. And then he just, you know, oh, don't worry, they're not my real parents. They won't remember any of this. And then he just turns them back into clouds and makes new ones. Yeah. Like I said, this is a really one of Rick Riordan's series that are a bit more out there. Yeah. Of course, it was the trials of Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. The trials of Apollo were just like, oh, hey, yo, Apollo, guess what? We already punished you once by turning you into a human so you could earn back your right to being divine, but, um, you know, the Giants just reawoke, and, um, we need to blame it on someone, so we're gonna freaking blame it on you. Go to Earth and earn back your divinehood, divinity. No, he'd already been, he'd already been exiled twice, and so the third time- Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, these series are taking place in chronological order and kind of um, crossing over. So, like, first you have your Percy Jackson, and then that becomes Heroes of Olympus, and then that becomes Trials of Apollo. But at the same time, you've got other series going on, like the Kane Chronicles like Magnus. and Magnus Chase. Like and the King Chronicles have crossover books, but those no, yeah. those actually happen between um, Percy yeah. Jackson and Heroes of Olympus. That's and then true. You have the Magnus Chase. Magnus is- Chase. He's Magnus Chase. The main character is literally the main character of Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Um, literally Percy Jackson's girlfriend's cousin is the main character of another series. Yeah. What a weird family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, he's dead. Magnus Chase is. Oh, yes. Because th- because Magnus Chase is all about Norse mythology, and one of the big things in Norse mythology is the belief in Valhalla, which is like hero's heaven. And while you're there, you get to prepare to fight to save Asgard for the end or for when the end of the universe comes, and that's basically your life goal while you're in Valhalla, or I should say, after yeah. life goal. That's your death goal of Valhalla. Yeah. Your life goal is to be a hero, your death goal is to get into Valhalla, and your afterlife goal is to um, fight in the War of Ragnarok. Funny because they know that they're probably going to die a second time. Yeah. That I would have already ran away or gone insane. Yeah, but if you run out of Valhalla, while you're in Valhalla, if someone kills you while you're in Valhalla, you can re you can just you know be brought be brought back to life in like an hour. Yeah. But like once uh, you're outside you- of Valhalla, you're dead, dead. 
well, you're, you're still going to fight. But if you just leave, pretty much you have a second chance at life, but you're dead. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, it's just messed up. Oh, and then, of course, you've got Loki in there, and it's not like Loki in Marvel, except for one fact. They're both just total jerks. Okay, I find Loki cute, so that's probably just me. My favorite Disney princess is Loki. No, that actually applies because of Loki's shape-shifting abilities. He's actually turned into a female horse and gotten himself pregnant with a male stallion. Yeah, it's quite disgusting, but it, yeah. yeah, it is super disgusting. But you know, because apparently he also has a wolf child. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, guys. Loki can oh. just you know turn into a girl, and that changes his uh sexual oh, reproduction yeah. organs into. The sexual reproduction no. organs of a female. Because Alex, Alex is gender fluid. Lucky yeah. is also gender fluid. Sometimes she's a female and sometimes she's a male. Yeah. Don't mind my switching pronouns there. But... <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in every book, in Magnus Chase, you have the two you have the two people that you really want to get together, and then the two other people who would be a and the dwarf blitz and hearth yeah blitz and earth hearth 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 whatever hearth hearth. yes they are the gay couple that i want to get together they're so cute and like blitz is just like such a fashionista that he's kind of like one of those stereotypical gay guys that you just get that stereotypical stereotypical gay vibe from No offense to all the men out there who want to be fashionistas and are straight. Oh, yes. Um, and then Hearthstone's just probably, like, bi or something. Yeah, probably. That's what I'd say. Yeah. But he's also deaf. So, you know, you want to propose, you have to, like, pop out the ring, but then also sign your proposal. Just put it on the ground. (laughs) Take it out, put it on the ground, (laughs) open it, and then sign your proposal. (laughs) Fun fact, sign language for light elves is the same sign language for Americans. Oh, that's sign language. Yeah. Because, you know, that's just logical, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, with the Norse think- mythology, you can just throw in some zombie ninjas. Yep. You know, put in a time-traveling uh, spirit and, 
you got it. Yeah. All good. Then you go back to Greek mythology and you're like, okay, uh, what monstrosities can I make? All right, let's throw in a manticore, you know, give a lion a the tail of a scorpion lady. and um, a wings of an eagle. Oh, yes. Good time. Yeah. Well, half of the monsters will pretty much be God's fault anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like Arachne? Arachne, it wasn't. Oh, it was oh yeah, fault. Was definitely. Arachne, but, um, but, like, that's Athena's fault and Arachne's fault. Oh, 100% Athena's fault, yeah. Well, no, because Arachne was being petty. Uh, like there's different variations cool. of the story. True, true. Same with the story of Medusa. There is a variation where she was a monster from the beginning of time, and a variation where Athena turned her into a monster because Poseidon tried to sleep with her in uh, Athena's temple. Let's be honest, I think it's that one. Yeah, honestly, that one seems I more likely her. because Athena is just so vengeful. But if you want to include the Gorgon sisters, then you're going to have to go back to that original version where she's been a monster since the dawn of time. No, because there was an explanation for the one where Poseidon tried to sleep with her in Athena's temple. Okay, what explanation is there for that? It was um, that the, her sisters were upset and wanted to like live with her or something. And so, oh, yeah, and being that, surrounded by all that ugly all the time turned them ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, Heroes of Olympus had some messed up explanations for stuff. And so does the book that Rick Riordan wrote, but it's still great. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Greek, like, gods and the yeah. Greek monsters guides. Yeah. Gosh. Did you ever read uh, Luke's diary? No. There is a book, and it's such a good book. I keep like reading that on repeat. Um, it's called like there's the demigod files, and then there's the and then there's demigod diaries, mm. and they're both good. I will say, I didn't fully read the heck the the guide that can't have blood. Mm-hmm. Mostly because every few chapters, there was a haiku from Apollo. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Yeah, because Apollo is the god of poetry, which literally means, you know, some of the best poetry you've heard in your life, even even if you think poetry sucks. And some of the worst poetry you've heard in your life. Oh, of course. Because you can't Um, have one without the other. I might love my cousin, but... Apollo could use with toning down some of the, um... See, she just referred to Apollo as her cousin. That's because we've taken the, um, personality quizzes on the website Read Riordan, where you can discover who your demigod, or not your demigod, but your godly parents are. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and head over to readriordan.com and check out some of those fun quizzes over there. He's got quizzes to test your knowledge and personality tests, like the one we took. Yeah. We found out that my um, godly mother is Athena, 
and she and um my godly parents are Poseidon and Athena, which makes no sense because of their feud, but... Yeah, the feud was... I think we figured that out. Yeah, but, um, basically, we came up with an entire backstory for that. We might end up writing a fan fiction about all this someday, <laughs> because yes. that's what I'm nerds do. Um... <laughs> fan fiction on Wattpad. <laughs> yeah, so... Technically, me and DG37, according to our personality quizzes, are half-siblings. And I'm Apollo's cousin, and he's my nephew. At the same time. Yep. No, Apollo is your half-brother. Half-brother? No, he's my cousin. No, he's your half-brother. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, I was thinking Zeus instead of Poseidon. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I heard that. No, wait, that's still disgusting. Yeah. So he's your nephew and your cousin at the same time. Wow. Wow. No, I thought I thought I thought I heard. Um, no, not your cousin. So your second cousin, once removed. No. So what I thought you said earlier was it was. Any relationship between the gods of Olympus is messed up. I mean, yeah. According to Ricardo's quiz, um, my literally Athena's uncle and Athena. <laughs> Yeah, and uncle and a niece got together. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So um, I guess this episode has been random mythology talk, and this next episode coming up will be about just describing the gods to you. Yes. Wait, which ones? Uh, we'll make multiple episodes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, this is us signing off from Head Nerd and DG37. See y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.